Kamusta po? Bad confusing. <laughs> It's a rainy afternoon. Isa po ba tayo sa mga tinamaan ng sakit <laughs> this week? Mga minarinig akong <laughs> barado mga ilong. Pero hopefully, uh, we will survive all 90 slides. <laughs> all 90 slides tonight. Excited na ba tayo? <laughs> Unat-unat muna tayo. <laughs> Alright, so our topic this morning uh, is about God's providence. It's an unusual word na we encounter. Uh, <clears throat> usually jargon siya, pero as Reformed Churches, as a Reformed Church, sana hindi siya maging jargon today. Alright, so um, let us open our Bibles to the book of Acts. Uh, nandito pa rin tayo sa ating series, sa book, uh, book series natin. Chapter 18, verses 18 to 24. So if you have your Bibles, please open them to the book of Acts. <clears throat> Yan, so can we all stand and read God's Word together? <clears throat> Alright. Starting with verse 18. After this, Paul stayed many days longer and then took leave of the brothers and set sail for Syria. And with him, Priscilla and Aquila. At Sentry, he had cut his hair for he was under a vow. And they came to Ephesus and he left them there. But he himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer period, he declined. But on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills. And he set sail from Ephesus when he had landed at Caesarea. He went up and greeted the church and went down to Antioch. After spending some time there, he departed and went from one place to the next through the region of Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, The brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who, through grace, had believed. For he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. Thank you so much, and we may all be seated. <clears throat> Now, I want us to focus on one verse. Because ilang beses ko siyang inulit-ulit basahin. Pero this verse struck me. And uh, from this verse, we will discover how magnificent and how glorious our God is. Okay? Sa story ng missions ng early church. And this verse is verse 21. But on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills. So if God wills, and we will uh, start there and take off how important this phrase is, pagdating sa Christian life, pagdating sa church life, pagdating sa missions. 
So, as a Christian, na lumaki sa isang Christian home, na lumaki sa isang Christian church, <laughs> Christian church, um, lagi ko po narinig tong God willing. Ay, sige bro, kita tayo, seriously, God willing. Um, God willing, God willing, God willing. And, I don't know, pero, when we say the word God willing, do we truly know what it means? So, ang goal ko tonight is for us to say that word, that phrase, with such understanding, with such power, with such deep, alam mo yun, um, deep knowledge of that phrase, God willing. Um, may isang story muna akong i-share sa inyo. May dalawa kasi nag-uusap, isang empleyado, saka isang boss. Yung empleyado, sabi niya, boss, 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 God is extraordinary provident. Merong aksidente na nangyari kanina on my way sa office. Yung truck nag-side sweep. <laughs> yung, yung, yung tricycle na nasa highway, kumanan, salpok. Ako po yung nakasakay sa tricycle. Pero, God is provident. Grabe yung providence si Lord. Paglabas ko ng tricycle, I'm unharmed. Pero yung tricycle, crushed na crushed. Sabi ng boss, you're done? You're done, bro? <laughs> Meron akong better na kwento. You know what? Yung dinaanan mong road, na accident prone. Lagi ko siyang dinadaanan everyday. Everyday papunta sa work na to. Pero hindi pa ako na-aksidente. Never ko paranasan yung aksidente. Never pa ako na, ano, na-crush. Ang gustong point ng boss, you know, we only appreciate the sovereignty of God. We only appreciate yung providence niya pagka merong calamity na nangyayari and we are saved from it. Siguro yung point today, we're gonna talk about God's providence. We're gonna discover who God is in light of the ordinary. Hindi siya gift wrapper, yung providence ng Lord, hindi siya gift na wrapped in, you know, gold glitters. Maybe, it's just a gift wrapped in, you know, Manila paper. Context, Filipino context. Manila paper. <laughs> it's, a, God's providence is actually experience every day. So, providence actually means you know, God's, um, all right. God's hand at work to allow certain things to happen. God's extraordinary work to allow certain things to happen. So, medyo mabigat po yung um, uh, topic na to. And uh, pag may questions po kayo, please ask Pastor Abed. <laughs> Please ask uh, Pastor John at the back. Please ask our elders. So let's try to discover what this is. So yung, yung providence ng Lord can be experienced in the simplest ways. Sa health ng ating mga children, safety sa EDSA, <laughs> picking up your paycheck, and of course, food on the table. That's all God's work. That's all God's grace. <clears throat> and simply yung breath sa lungs natin ngayon. As we breathe in and breathe out, that's God's providence. 
He allows certain things to happen for His glory. And not only that, no, yung providence ng Lord, He upholds all things by the word of His power, sabi sa Bible. He has mastery, rule, and sovereignty over big things and small things. Ulit, big things and small things. Sabi ni, um, sabi ni isang author, sovereign over the nations, breath of relief, especially when we look at our nation. So kaliwat kanan po, marami tayong issues na face sa nation natin. Um, sobrang hirap, so, totoo yung sinabi ni Pastor Abit, sobrang hirap magpastor sa time natin ngayon kasi lahat, kailangan careful ka, lahat dapat knowledgeable ka, all topics dapat knowledgeable ka. And it's hard to say, ano, alam yun, magbitaw ng salita na hindi mo alam. Kasi, ano tayo, offended, offended generation ngayon. Sobrang ma-offend pagka hindi mo ma-address ng maayos. <clears throat> Especially when we look at our nations. Acts 17, sabi doon, The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is He served by human hands as though He needed anything. Since He Himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. Talaga? Kahit yung mga evil leaders natin? Yes. That includes Pharaoh nung, uh, sa time nila. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. That, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward Him and find Him. Sabi sa Romans 9, what about evil leaders? For this, this, for the scripture says to Pharaoh, for this very purpose I have raised you up that I may show my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. When we see evil leaders, how do we react? When we see kings and queens, ngayon, presidents, how do we react? I see some uh, smiling faces. <laughs> I see some, you know, don't even talk about, don't even say his name. Yes, I won't say his name. <laughs> but how do we act? How do we act when leaders like this flourish? When leaders na nakita natin who are on, in position flourish. Acts 17.24, The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man. So, ang gusto lang ipoint dito ng Acts 17, there's someone who sits on the throne. Na dapat dun yun ang focus natin when we experience and when we compare uh, such leaders. <clears throat> Sabi sa 46 ng Isaiah 8-11, to Remember this and stand firm. Recall it to mind your transgressions. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. Inulit niya, I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. Providence of God. 
calling a bird of prey from the east, the man of my counsel from a far country. I have spoken and I will bring it to pass. I have purposed and I will do it. Someone is in control. God is in control. He's seated at the throne and His providence is experienced by each and every one of us. Sabi niya kay, uh, kay Moses and kay Aaron, by, by the way, ang may staff po sa Old Testament, hindi lang si Moses, pati po si Aaron may staff, sabi niya sa kanilang dalawa, with that staff, with that stick, you'll overcome powers in Egypt. And it happened. If you were Moses or Aaron at that time, would you believe God that with this stick, only this stick, only this staff, you will lead the people out of the people of God out of Israel, out of Egypt. Sorry. He gets credit in the rising and the falling of nations. He rules, and he is not apologetic about it. Zabisa 17:24. <clears throat> nor is he served by human hands. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man. Walang, walang nalilive out there. The God who made the world and everything, everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man. This is how huge, this is how majestic our God is. Kasi many Christians uh, today, naisip nila na si Lord, involved lang siya pagka may, may tragic, ano eh, may tragic na nangyayari. Pag merong calamity, pag merong oppression sa church, dun lang involved si Lord. May iba rin na si Lord, kinilita yung universe at pinabayaan niya. I created heavens and earth at pinabayaan ni Lord yung, yung creation niya. That's called deism. And that's not what we believe. Our God is involved in every small detail of our life. Sabi sa 46 ng Isaiah 8 to 11, remember this and stand firm. Oh yeah. Uh, Hebrews 1.3, He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. This is a message of authority. As Jesus, after sacrificing his life on the cross, he sat down at the right hand of God. No meron na siyang authority, heaven and earth. 1 Kings 17 verse 4, you shall drink from the brook and ha- I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Huh? Even yung ravens, even yung birds, kayang i-command ng Lord? Yes. Jonah. Now the Lord God appointed a plant and made it come up over Jonah that it might be a shade over his head to save him from his discomfort. Discomfort. So Jonah was exceedingly glad because of this plan. No? Tatawa si Jonah. But the next verse, medyo, <laughs> but when dawn came up the next day, God appointed a worm <laughs> to what? 
a worm that attacked the plant so that it withered. <laughs> so is God is in control of all things. Kahit yung shade na nananasa natin from that plant, si God ang may control. Yes, sa, sa Job, God gives and God takes away. Exodus 8. Ito, ito yung story dito, yung plagues na experience ng Egypt. Nung ayaw maniwala ni Pharaoh, ayaw niyang pakinggan si Lord na i-let go mga tao niya. Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will plague all your country with frogs. So, isa po ako sa mga tao na ay, hindi, hindi ko kayang hawakan yung frog. <laughs> so, may nakawitness na po ng mga yun, mga frogs and Nate. Hindi talaga siya nag, hindi siya nag-combine. Eh. Hindi siya, it doesn't work together. So, frogs, imagine, imagine, God is even in control of the frogs na nangyari sa Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the earth so that it may become gnats in all the land of Egypt. Nag, nag-search po ng picture ng gnats para po siyang langaw. And hindi lang po siya isang langaw, swarm ng langaw sa Egypt. Imagine the swarm during that time. Thus says the Lord, let my people go that, may, that they may serve me. Or else, if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants and your people. Hindi pa rin nakikinig si Pharaoh, matigas pa rin yung puso niya. And hindi niya pinakinggan yung warning ni Moses. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. And the Lord did as Moses asked and removed the swarms of flies from Pharaoh from his servants and from his people. So si Lord nag-send ng flies and the Lord is also commanding those flies, each one of them, to leave Egypt. Sabi yun, not one remained. Not one remained. What a relief siguro sa Egyptians nung time na yun. So God is in control of the big things and the small things sa buhay natin. Psalm 105, verse 16, when he summoned the famine on the land and broke all supply of bread. Talaga, si Lord nagkakos ng famine? Yes, the Bible says so. Psalm 105, verse 32, he gave them hail for rain and fiery lightning bolts through their land. Verse 34, the same chapter, he spoke and the locusts came, young locusts without number. Isaiah 7, verse 18. That day the Lord will whistle for the fly that is at the end of the streams of Egypt and for the bee that is in the land of Assyria. These small details, that is how God, that is how God is involved in His creation. Proverbs 16, verse 33. The lot is cast into the lap but it's every decision is from the Lord. So, sinira po dito ang tumaya. <laughs> Uy, wala. 
Ang bait niya naman po. Ako lang nang... <laughs> ako lang nagloto dito. <laughs> Sino po dito ang... You know. Thank you. <laughs> kahit sa pag-cast nila ng lots for leaders to stand up for Israel, God is in control. God is in control. Mayroon ako ano eh, may prayer doon isang pastor. Lord, please, this is it. Magiging milyonaryo na ako. Please. Kahit yung last cast ko ng lot, ipanalo niyo naman ako. Sumagot si Lord. Ako yung in control din ako doon sa mga <laughs> sa 50,000 na <laughs> mireldas mo sa casting. So si Lord is in control of every detail. Matthew 8:27 and the men marveled saying, what sort of man is this that even winds and sea obey him? At yung time na si Jesus, kinomand niya yung uh, yung storm to stop. You can also see it in Mark 4:41. Mark 1:27 and they were all amazed so, they, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey Him. Matthew 10, 29, Are, are not two sparrows of, sold for a penny? Not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. Apart from your father. This is how God is totally sovereign in all things. Deuteronomy 32, 39. See now that I, even I, am He, and there is no God beside me. I kill and I make alive. Hard pills to swallow. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. This is how God is in control of everything again. Kasi minsan naniniwala, naniniwala tayo pag death, hindi si Lord yun, hindi naman gawa ni Lord yun. It says here, I kill and I make alive. I wound and I also heal. 1 Samuel 2, 6-8 The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to show and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. Kala ko si Lord, ano lang, makes rich lang. No. The Lord makes poor, makes rich. He brings low, and He exalts. He raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts up the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and inherit a seat of honor. Marami tayong maririkol na stories sa Bible where God did this. For the, for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and on them He has set the world. Psalm 33:11 The counsel of the Lord stands forever the plans of his heart to all generations. Psalm 115 verse 3 Our God is in the heavens he does all that he pleases. Game over. Game over. He does all that he pleases. Talaga? Kahit masasaktan ako, kala ko ba child of God ako? He does all that he pleases. Our God stands high on the throne and He doth all that He pre-pleases. Psalm 135, verse 6, Whatever the Lord pleases, He does in heaven and on earth, in the seas and all deeps. Isaiah 14, 24, 
the Lord of hosts has sworn, as I have planned, so shall it be. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand. There's only one person, there's only one being who can say this with absolute confidence that it will happen. It's God. Isaiah 45 verse 7, I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. I am the Lord who does all these things. Ephesians, baka sabihin nyo, Old Testament lang yan, Nate. Wala naman sa New Testament yan. Ephesians 1.11, In Him, in Christ, and Christos, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of God, who works all things according to what? According to the counsel of His will. Not according to us. Not according to what we believe, what we perceive, what, kahit ano pang idea yan. Ito dapat yung tama eh. But He works all things according to whom? To the counsel of His will. Psalm 29 verse 9, the voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth. What? That's natural law, Nate. <laughs> That's natural law. Manganak talaga yung deer. Manganak talaga yung deer kahit wala si Lord. Huh? No, it says here, the voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. Alamin natin na mayroong recent fire. Di ko alam kung <laughs> si Lord ba may cause or tayo. But yung recent fire, yung forest fire na yon, and in His temple all cry glory, God is in control. Hard pills to swallow, guys. Hard pills to swallow. Job 38 verse 4. Isa pa to sa mga stories sa Bible, but when it comes to suffering, laging minamagnify. Where were you? Si Job kasi may, may conversation siya with his friends. And yung friends nito, sa halip na encourage siya, Diniscourage pa siya, kasalanan mo kasi yan, may kasalanan kang tinatago sa Lord. And nung time na ni Job at ni Lord, ang, may con- ang merong conversation, sabi niya, bakit mo ginawa sa akin to? What did I do to deserve this? Sabi ni Lord, on a higher level of authority and understanding and sovereignty. Where were you, Job, when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me. Tell me, Job. If you have understanding. Can you question ni Job si Lord on this level of his understanding? Ito yung nakikita niya. Ito yung nararanasan niya sa buhay niya. Kaya hanggang dito lang talaga yung level ng questioning niya sa Lord. Lord, nahirapan ako. Tinanggal mo yung wife ko. Pinatay mo yung mga anak ko. Kinuha mo yung kayamanan ko. On this level. God asked a bigger question. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Genesis 20, sa mga stories din na pwede nating uh, ma-discover sa Bible, na bakit si Lord, parang, so si Lord nagkakos ng sin? Kasi nagkasala ako, He allowed it to happen, He caused it. This is a story otherwise. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, you are a dead man. 
because of the woman whom you have taken for she is a man's wife. So ang story po nito, pumunta sila sa Negev and um, Sarah, Sarah was a beautiful lady. Very beautiful. Na kahit princess or kings, gustong kunin si Sarah. So sabi ni Abraham, since maganda yung wife <coughs> ko, <laughs> petent tayo. Gawan mo naman ako, bigyan mo naman ako favor. Sabihin mo, kapatid lang kita. Which is totoo naman, kasi kapatid niya si Sarah sa wife, ng, ah, sa nanay niya. So, medyo shady lie. Pumunta sila doon, short story, Abimelech uh, ordered Sarah to, you know, to come to him na maging wife. And ito si Lord. But God, but, again, but God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman you have taken. Ano verse Abimelech? For she is a man's wife. Huh? Now Abimelech had not approached her. <laughs> so after no dream na yun, pinakinggan niya, no? Hindi niya in-approach si Sarah. So he said, Lord, will you kill an innocent people? Did he not himself say to me, she is my sister? Referring to Abraham. And she herself, and she herself said, he is my brother. So tinatry pa nila i-cover up. In the integrity of my heart, in the innocence of my hands, I have done this. Then God said to him, in a dream, dream ulit, yes, I know that you have done this in the integrity of your heart. It was I who kept you from sinning against me. Do you believe in a God who keeps you from sinning against Him? Kasi logically, yun yung maisip natin. Si Lord kasi, ay, nagawa ko to eh. So, walang ginawa si Lord. Inalaw niya yung tahapin yun. But God also keeps us from sinning against Him. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Prevention. Prevention. Genesis 27, Now then, return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, so that he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not return her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. So, si Lord, gracious eh. Pagdating sa, pagdating sa kasalanan, He also provides a way out. 1 Corinthians 10.13 He provides a way out so that we can stand up under it. Another story from the Bible, Genesis chapter 50. Joseph, man of dreams, the dreamer. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for I am in the place of God. For am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. We know the story. Um, yung brothers po ni Joseph, binenta siya sa Egypt. And from that moment on, hindi na lang nakita si Joseph. May sarili ng story si Joseph sa Egypt. Dito naman meron din sa Israel. Nagkaroon ng famine. And we have heard earlier, we have read earlier na si God ang nag ng famine. Si God ang nag ng brothers niya to sell him to Egypt. Baka sabihin natin, baka finors ni Lord yung brothers na isel si Joseph sa Egypt. No. They had motives. 
dahil sa pagseselos nila kay Joseph, sige, pagawin natin, benta natin yung kapatid natin sa Egypt. They had motives to bring it about that many people should be kept alive. Ano yung purpose ni Lord na you meant it for evil but God meant it for good? To bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Amazing how God orchestrates every detail in the story and in the end, He gets glory. So do not fear, I will provide for you and your little ones. Grabe din yung pag-change ng Lord eh, sa heart ni, jo- ni Joseph. If you were Joseph, if I, if I was Joseph, hindi ko sasabihin yun. To be totally honest with you, binenta nyo ako, wala na akong value sa inyo. I'm your brother. Dugo. Sa dugo. Binenta nyo ako. Ngayon, hingi kayo, kayo ng tulong sa akin ngayon. Fair, di ba? Fair. Pero here in this story, amazingly, grabe yung suffering na dinaanan ni Moses in his own storyline. ba? Pupunta ka sa jail na walang kasalanan. Papalayain ba natin? <laughs> so do not fear, I will provide for you and your little ones. What a change of heart in God, that God can only do. So, sa mga questions, if God is sovereign, if God is, you know, up there, providence, yung providence na naranasan natin, why should we pray? Magpipray pa ba tayo? If God is sovereign, He knows what will happen, why do we still need to pray? You know, we pray because God is that sovereign. We pray because we are not sovereign. We pray because we have no assurance of tomorrow. Kahit gaano kaka-healthy ngayon, kahit gaano ka, kahit gaano kaka-disciplined sa buhay mo ngayon, you are not in control. And that's the hard pills to swallow. There's no assurance pag nakatingin tayo sa sarili natin. We pray because God is sovereign. We pray because we can look to Him and believe and trust that He will provide providence. He will provide our daily needs. I wanted to magnify dito eh, if God wills. If God wills. Because baka pagdating sa missions, baka pagdating sa church planting, sa evangelism natin, sa campus, we are all focused sa pwede natin gawin. We plan too much, we plan, we trust our plans. But, yes, that's our responsibility eh, to plan well. But beyond that, we should trust that there is a sovereign God who is in control that that sovereign God will call people to Himself. 
So Nate, even in sickness, yes, God is still sovereign, even in sickness. We have a few people here in our church na celebrate natin because of God's healing. We have Tito Yoli at the back. It's so hard to look back. You know, na ito yung dinaranasan ko eh. Pero right now that she's well and alive and you know, here at our worship service gives us a, you know, gives us a message that God truly heals. That God truly answers prayers. Ito lang yung way ni Lord eh, na magpray siya, na magpray tayo as a church for her. And God granted it. God, get, God gets glorified even through our sicknesses. Even in death, Nate, even in death, yes, God is sovereign even in death. Sabi nga niya, I kill and I make alive. We see this uh, John chapter 11, si Lazarus, even even in death. Sabi si John chapter 11, 3 to 4. So the sisters Mary and Martha went sent to him saying, Lord, he whom you love ay may sakit pa. Hindi pa patay guys. Hindi pa patay. He whom you love, Lazarus is still sick. Okay? But when Jesus heard it, he said, the illness does not lead to death. Sabi niya, it is for the glory of God so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Ganito mag-isip si Lord eh. He gets glory. He gets all the credit. Sa atin, nakita lang natin, ito. Kung binilisan lang ni Jesus pumunta dun, hindi mamamatay si Lazarus. But God, knowing, I mean, sovereign over all, even in life and in death, Sabi niya, this illness does not lead to death. Just for the glory of God. And and behold, what happens, story, punta si Jesus doon, dami ng tao. The first zombie story was written. Lazarus! Come! Come out! Hindi ko imagine yung baho, yung spices, yung tissue paper. <laughs> all around his body. Hindi ko alam kung paano siya maglakad noon. Ika-ika ba siyang... Ayoko na mag... Sorry. <laughs> okay. Paano ba siya lamabas doon? But what was the purpose? It is for the glory of God. So that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, may be glorified through it. And yes, truly. Ang daming, ano eh, ang daming chismosa-chismosa doon eh. Uy. Si Jesus, ito na. Kaso, patay na si Lazarus. Yes. Maka video nga. <laughs> Yun. It was an opportunity for the Son of God to display His power to unbelievers and believers alike. So yung miracles, actually, hindi lang for unbelievers yun eh. Yung wonders, signs and wonders, it's also for us to be reminded, you know, Baka kasi yung pag sinabing God is powerful, God heals, God is magnificent, 
medyo ano na eh, wala na yung meaning sa atin eh. Hindi na tumatatak. Hindi na natin siya, yung knowledge dito, hindi na siya malalim in our faith. Sometimes we need this eh. We need to experience miracles. And yung miracles na yun, it happens to us daily. It is happening to us now. It is happening to us now. As we breathe, as we think, as we listen, this is all God's miracle at work. This is all God's providence at work. This is how great our God is. James 4, 13 to 15. Dito natin mababasa yung if God wills eh. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend their year there and trade and make a profit, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. Alam mo, malaking impact to kay Paul eh, kung nababasa niya pa yung uh, letter ni James. Kasi trader siya eh. Tent maker po si Paul. He works while doing ministry. He works while doing ministry. Today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. This is Paul's life. He transfers from one town to another. Uh, mas mas ma-appreciate pa natin yan pag we go deep sa Acts, sa mga susunod na Sunday. We see that, that Paul is not only traveling from one city to another. He's traveling from one country to another. Eh kaya yung phrase na, I will return to you, Priscilla and Aquila, if God wills. Ito yun eh. Ito yung mindset ni Paul. I will do this for the glory of God. God willing. As God wills. What is your life, sabi ni James? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Kaya yung vision natin for uh, this year, let's keep moving. Diba? Na-share ni Pastor Rabbit. Let's keep moving. As a church, let's keep moving. God willing. As the Lord wills. As the Lord wills. Matthew 5.45 For He makes His sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Sa theology po, ang tawag dito, common grace. God's providence. God's goodness. God's faithfulness. God's care. To send rain on the unjust and on the unjust. Pinagpapala niya, sa Tagalog, pinagpapala niya mga taong nagkakasala sa kanya at ang mga taong sumusunod sa kanya. He's that merciful. He's that gracious. God is sovereign and, and Lord that He gives life and breath to people who love Him and don't love Him. He causes the sun to rise and rain to fall on the just and the unjust. 
God allows many people to defy Him for decades because He is still in charge. He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And only with the eye of faith can we see it just now. now but Jesus makes it very clear and the apostles made it very clear also. Now when Jesus comes back, take note, when Jesus comes back, every eye will see He is Lord and every tongue confess that He is Lord. All to the glory of God. So Jesus is reigning now. Jesus is King now. Sabi sa Great, Great Commission, all authority is being given to me in heaven and on earth. Anong part natin? Therefore you go and make disciples of all nations. This is a glorious cry to Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And we have someone who reigns and is in control of everything. So ngayon, let's, let's try to reflect. Let's think about our own life. Recognize that we're living and moving and even when our thoughts are away from Him, God is still being gracious to us. Do you remember days you weren't walking with God and He was still being gracious to you? God was still working behind the scenes. Diba? Some of us, we are very well educated. God caused it. God caused it na magkaroon tayo ng education because He you knows somewhere somewhere down the line the story ng life mo. He will call you to Himself. He will turn your life around and you will read the Bible and you will understand it. So that you can read it, understand it, and serve Him in a particular ministry or at a workplace. We are blessed because I have friends here, you know, now willing to, you know, turn their lives around and serve God in the campus. I have elders here who are light, shining light, so workplace. And kung ikaw yung sa isang mga tao na ano yung part ko dito? Ano yung part ko sa redemption plan ng Lord? Meron eh. Meron kang part. We are gifted uniquely by God to serve Him in a particular area of ministry. Involve yourself. Iba sa atin dito, you turn back in life and say, okay, nag-move si Lord sa buhay ko. Pero that was 13 years, Nate. That was 14 years in my life. It's all a waste of time. Pero alam mo, God says, no, it's not a waste of time. It's not a waste of time. I'll use that. I'll use that time. All those years has been wasted. No. I mean, Lord, I'll use that. I'll use it all. I'll use the hardship. I'll use the death of a mother. I'll use the death of a father. 
I'll use the pain. I'll use your weakness. I'll use your sickness. I'll use your mess. I'll use it. I'll use it all. That is our God. He orchestrates everything. Para pagdating sa dulo, He gets good the glory. Not us. I'll cause you to walk through some painful things so that you can identify with people in a way you, you, you never could. Sometimes kasi tayo, magaling tayo sa words. You know, God loves you. God, God cares about you. God has a wonderful plan for your life. Pero may problem, may gap eh. You can't identify with them. You know, yung weaknesses natin, yun yung nagkakos for us to be, you know, ah, talaga, naranasan mo yun? So that we can identify with each other and with the same, with the same voice, glorify God together. You're saying the same truth eight years ago, but people can hear you now because you can now identify with them. He's full of wisdom, and that is not going to use some talented theologian to, to reach some people who can only be reached with someone who weeps with them. He can use anybody, and he can use you. Uh, there's a saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. How much you care. If God is causing you to walk through some difficult things, God has good intentions. Sabi nga sa Romans 8.28, we all know it, all things work together for those who love God who are called according to His purpose. Sabi sa Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Therefore, God has exalted him, Christ, and bestowed on him the name that is every, is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven on earth and under the earth. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Solve na yung 28 eh. Pwede And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose. Pwede na yun eh. Pero may dinagdagan pa. Dinagdag pa si Paul. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. You know, when you're walking through darkness ngayon, God sees, God sees your growth eh. Unti-unti, you're being like Christ. You're being transformed to the image of His Son. And that's the purpose. When we go through suffering, God's intentions are good. Madaling sabihin ngayon eh. But when we're going through it, and you've experienced it, wow! You're speaking with authority. Philippians 2.13 is our last slide. Yes, we survived all 90 slides. Uh, For it is God who works in you both to will 
and to work for his good pleasure. This is our assurance. This is our comfort. This is our confidence. That Christ is working in us to will and to work for his good pleasure. You know, during the loneliness, God says, I'm working. During the hardships, God is saying, I'm working. Amidst your struggling marriage, God says, I'm working. Amidst the difficulties you're facing as a family, God says, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. This is the God we worship. This is the God we sing songs to. This is the God we believed when we first heard the gospel. He is working. He is not sleeping. He is sovereign over all. He is willingly and actively involved in all. And in the end, He gets all the glory. Let's pray. Lord God, uh, we thank you for this opportunity to be reminded that you sit on the throne, that you are in control. Many times, Lord, we only see the sufferings that we encounter in a daily basis. The struggles we're going through right now, we only see the pain, we only see the trouble in front of us. But Lord, thank you for today because you reminded us of your word. You're sovereign and you're worthy of our trust. You're worthy of our faith because what you say, you will do. When you said we are forgiven, we are forgiven. So Lord, we come before you today in humility because we know you've been gracious to us since day one, Panginoon. And so Lord, as we run this race, as we keep moving forward, as you will, Panginoon, we will reach the end and that is you. So Lord, uh, we trust you with our time together. Um, we are excited to, you know, share stories with each other because we know, Lord, that you are in control. Hindi patapos yung story, Lord. We know that you will get the glory. And that is what matters, that you get the glory. So Lord, bless our time together, our remaining time together. May you be glorified, Lord. Our sovereign Lord. This we ask and pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.